Hi, when I dig deep enough in a conversation with a client, there comes a time where I hear this, Grant, I just feel a little bit fraudulent. And it's not that they're lying or deceiving or hiding anything from their marketplace for the clients. It's just that the world's so messed up at the moment, it's hard to know who's telling the truth and who's lying. So in this module today, I'm going to help you get a truthful message out to the marketplace so you can feel always at the highest level of integrity. Let's go. Hi, it's great to see you. So we live in this really fantastic world at the moment. And um, I remember, well, because I'm old enough, I remember there was a time before Facebook and there was a time before Instagram and whatever's coming next and Snapchat and all of those things. And you know, if I wanted somebody to see my photograph uh, years and years ago, I would have to bring out the family photo album and there'd be a photo of me in my 20s, you know, halfway through a word like, eh with my face all screwed up and my hair might not have been done, there might have been a shadow across my face. And we'd look at it, we'd share a laugh. And if you wanted to get some great photos done of yourself, well, it costs thousands of dollars. You'd have to hire a professional photographer to come in and you'd have the, the nice photograph or the, the arms folded photograph and there'd be the cheesy backdrop and, and the whole ball of wax. And they were seen and regarded at a really high level. And I remember, you know, back in the, uh, the late 90s and early 2000s, you know, having photographs of the businesses that we helped to run with the whole team, all in our best gear, hands on heart, and slightly leaning forward into the camera, you know, almost like a, a show tunes kind of thing. But now we live in a world where people take 20 or 30 uh, photographs of themselves just to get the good one. And even in these videos, I've probably done two or three takes uh, before I even you know, got, got rolling today. And there's parts that you've probably seen where I'll be here one second and here the next. Well, that's where I've, I've jump cut edited. And, and you know, we, we do these things. There's, um, I'm, I'm even, I've got a filter that I put across all of the, um, the footage that I shoot here so it's even and consistent. If I was a bit smarter with video editing, I'd probably make my face look a bit better. I make sure I've got the right sound gear. I make sure that everything's right. And, and we do this in social media, but everyone does it from 12 year old kids all the way through to my mum and dad who are in their 70s. So what do we do as marketers? We've got this world full of lies at the moment where everyone lies more or less about who they are and what they do. We see everyone's highlight reels. It's like all of a sudden, the world has turned into really high class marketing experts. They're not selling anything. And along comes you. You got your business and you're trying to do a great job. You're trying to put the message out there. And if you're not as good as the 12 year old down the road, then your message, which used to be like, it would look world class years ago, and now it's looking like it's not so great. And you're trying, you, you put all the money into it and Facebook ads and you're doing everything. And after a while, you start to think to yourself, well, maybe what I'm doing isn't good enough. You know, how do I do it? Well, the rule still stands that the best advertising and the best marketing in the world is still third-party endorsements. When somebody else who is just the same as the marketplace that you're trying to attract 
speaks to that marketplace, speaks back to their own tribe, then you will gain a higher level of authority and a higher level of impact and a higher level of influence. So here's why. There are three parts to this equation. It's that people wanna know you, people want to like you, and people want to trust you. And it's that third part, that trust factor, that we'll be looking at today in this section. And I've called it trustimonials. Testimonials is old school. Trustimonials is what we're talking about today. A trustimonial is real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it gets right to the point. Real, raw, relevant, right to the point. By the way, I shouldn't have to remind you, but I'm going to anyway. Have you printed out your worksheets, your workbooks? I'd love for you to take, there's a heap of room, there's a big blank page for notes here because I knew that in this first section, I was going to be saying a whole lot of stuff that I didn't want to have to just write down and read out. There's a whole lot of stuff on the first page I'd like you to read as well. I haven't read it out, that's for you to read. And when you read it, I'd like you to take some notes on it. But here's the thing I want you to know as you're taking notes, if you wanna, if this is just a fresh reminder for you, go ahead and rewind, go back, take some notes on what I've just said. I'd love for you to write those down in your own words and translate it in your own way. See, the crowd is who we're talking to. And the crowd is everyone, everywhere. Later on in some of the marketing modules, we'll talk even more about the suspects, the prospects, the leads, the clients, and how they're all categorized. But for now, I just wanna talk about the crowd. And the crowd, according to a really great sermon I heard years ago by Brian Houston, he said, the crowd is fickle. And I love that he said that. The crowd, and Brian Houston, if you heard him, he talks, Brian Houston talks like this. He said, the crowd is fickle. And um, if you know Brian Houston, you know that was a really good impersonation. So the crowd is fickle. What that means is think of a football game. And I don't know if you like football or not. We, we don't have a lot of football games down here, but um, we have the 2020. And, you know, for better or worse, we're Hurricanes fans. And um, we had a win this year, which is great. <laughs> but you go to a Hurricanes game and the crowd is all in their purple. Because purple is our colour. So Purple Paul is down on the field. And, and Purple Paul will do this. Hey! And it only takes one person to go, Yay! And then it starts to fan out. And the crowd, being fickle, will go, yeah, and it'll get louder in a big fan. And it'll sort of stop here and stop there by some more people who are fickle and go, no, nah, I'm not doing that because they're not close enough to the action. And then along comes the Mexican wave over in Bay 13 at the MCG. Yay! They start the Mexican wave and it gets around to the member section. Whoa, boo, it dies off because the members are fickle. But then the next person after the member section goes, stuff this, I'm gonna take it up, and they take it up, and the crowd goes, yes, because the crowd is fickle. And the crowd moves with the crowd. Your job to gain trust in the marketplace is to influence the crowd. So how do you do that? Well, here's a way that doesn't work. And if you've heard me speak at conferences before, if you've heard me, really ever talk about this, you'll hear me say it. The way to not do it is, hi, I was a wanker before I got here, I'm a wanker now and I'll be a wanker when I leave. This is what I do, here's all my awards, here's my accolades, me, 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 me. No one gives a rip about your stuff, at least not at first. 
What do people care about? Write the answer down, see if we agree. Because people out in the marketplace, out in the crowd, really only care about one thing. And it's, you got it, they care about themselves. Why? Because people, you, me, everyone, we have these three ridiculous crazy fears and they're to keep us safe. It's the fear of not being loved, the fear of not fitting in, and the fear of not being understood. We have these three fears, so we either do things or don't do things according to what people around us are doing. You've heard me say before, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the five people you associate with the most, the quality of your thoughts, and the quality of the information you take in. Same sort of rules. The people around you influence you, right? Now, if you're an unknown quantity in the marketplace and people don't know you, you're not within their circle of influence. You don't look like them, you don't sound like them, you sure as heck don't talk like them, and that's because you're not one of them. And if you were one of them, you'd already have them on board. They'd already be your friends, they'd already be supporting your business, they'd flock to you. So what are you gonna do? You've gotta pick somebody who is already one of them to go back to the tribe and speak to them. Think about it as the olden days. So along comes, Christopher Columbus, I talked about explorers in, in the last module. Along comes Christopher Columbus or Captain James Cook. And he meets the local indigenous culture. And he looks like a threat, they look like a threat. Both of them, one's got their spears, one's got their, their sidearm at the ready or whatever they use, a musket or a rifle. And they're ready to shoot each other. They're being quite defensive with one another. Don't take my stuff. Don't show me that I'm unloved. Don't show me that I'm not enough. Don't show me that I'm being misunderstood. Those foundational human elements, those foundational human behaviors. Little by little, they manage to break down their communication and they get to understand one another. And the tribes person goes back to the other indigenous people and he says, he's okay. He's not gonna kill us. He's not gonna hurt us. And then all of a sudden, on the testimony of that one person, everyone else trusts the new guy, the white guy, that came in. And we've seen it happen historically, and we see it happen now. So what do we do about this? How do we fix it? So it's really easy, again, in the age of social media, to stand in front of a camera. You've seen me do it a thousand times, to stand in front of a camera and go, hey, here's this really great thing, here's this really great idea, da-da-da. But people are looking at it saying, well, who the heck are you? Why should I listen? Who are you when you're at home, as my mum used to say? Who's that guy when he's at home? Who does he think he is? Australia has a heightened sense of tall poppy syndrome as well. If you look amazing and polished and wonderful and great and slick, you know, in Australia, a lot of the time, people just wanna cut you down or click off you or they think you're fraudulent or fake or whatever, because there's just so much of that sort of stuff around. So you gotta be real, you gotta be raw, you gotta be relevant, okay? Now, how do we do these things? Let's have a look at what a, uh, a trustimonial is. If you turn over to this page here, I'm gonna talk about a trustimonial but, and how to build one, but let's look at what they might look like. So a trustimonial is a person that you've been working with and had some great results with. Now. It's pretty rare this would happen in my program at this level, but you might be saying, hey, Grant, I'm just starting this off. You might have a new product that you've introduced or 
You might have a new element to your business that you've just introduced. And you might be saying, yeah, but I haven't done this yet. I haven't worked with anyone. Well, way back when I started my coaching practice as a coach, like straight out of the gates, I came straight out of coaching college. And it was 2008 and at the coaching college, they said, go start working with some pro bono clients. So I did and it was nice and easy. I was already in a business networking environment. And so I'm like, hey, do you want some, and I was, back then it was life coaching. Do you want some life coaching with some life coaching, life coaching? And I had six or 10 uh, pro bono clients. And what it was, I said, hey, I wanna build my coaching hours, but in exchange for building some coaching hours and some experience with real people, if you like what I do, would you write, back then I'd say testimonial, would you write a testimonial, call them now trustimonials. Would you write a testimonial for me? And of course, you know, Susan and whoever else, like I remember Susan was my first client. She's like, yeah, Grant, I'll write you a testimonial right now if you like, I don't even care, we'd have to work together. I'm like, no, no, I really wanna make it authentic. And we're gonna do it in a certain way and it's a way that I learned to do testimonials all the way back uh, when I was a hairdresser. And we'd be testing new colors and we'd be testing new shampoos and we'd be testing new stuff. I worked at the technical center for L'Oreal. And at the tech center for L'Oreal, we'd just get them to fill out uh, paperwork. And on the paperwork, it would say, here's what my hair was like before I came into the tech center. And they'd have boxes to tick. It was dry, it was coarse, it was soft, smooth, silky, curly, straight, whatever. Right, and they have like 30 or 40 boxes here. Describe what the hair was like before. Then we'd have to write out what we did. We applied mask on tonts for thick hair, left it on for five minutes under heat or under a steamer with glad wrap and we did this and then we combed it through and blah, 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 blah. Right, we said what we did. Then afterwards we said to the client, hey, can you describe your hair now? And they'd run, we'd get them to run their own fingers through their hair. Oh, there's all these wow moments. We'd take a little snapshot, pre-digital camera too, by the way. I remember using those little throwaway Instamatic cameras. Some little snapshot, do you mind if we use this photo? Yeah, oh, okay, if it's, if it's good, if it's good. And of course they never were, but, <laughs> but we used them anyway. And, and, we'd, and we'd write down what they said. And there'd be three of us standing around, we'd all be writing it down. So this is very old school, an old school way of doing it. But the new way of doing it is much, much simpler than that. Now, if you're doing a good job in your business, just like I am, and I know you are, I had a phone call yesterday with a mate, his name's Will. His name's Will Smith, actually, but he's not black. He's the whitest dude I've ever met. And he's a great guy. And Will and I were talking and I was helping him out with some stuff and he's been a mate for a long time. And at the end of the call, I said, hey, Will, was this valuable for you today? He's like, yeah, Grant, it's always valuable talking to you. I love talking to you. Like, Will, great, thanks. Can I get that in writing? And he's like, what? What do you mean? I said, well, dude, I'd love you to just jump on Facebook, write down a few words, um, say on Facebook what you just said to me. Is that okay? Would you do that for me? And if you do that, you know, I'm happy to pick up the phone to you next time. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it now, I'll do it now. What do you want me to say? And I said, well, just say how you're feeling before you got on the phone and briefly in a couple of words what we talked about and just write down how you're feeling now and then anything else that pops into your head. He's like, yeah, Grant, no worries, thanks, I'll do that now. And he did and it was great. And if you scroll back through my Facebook, you'll see it. But that's how we do testimonials with our current clients. And what I want you to do is have a look at this page here where there's three sections. And you might wanna practice some testimonials as well. You might wanna write down a testimonial for me, 
if you want, or you can use this template to ask for testimonials from firstly your favorite client, the person that you get along with the most, the one that you would send a birthday card to or a Christmas card or, or, or go to their house for dinner or invite them to the pub. You know the kind of person I mean. Find that favorite person. Here's the first question that you ask. What was life like before we met? With specific regard to your industry, you don't want to hear, oh, I was the divorced mother of three and you know I had, uh, I had a rottweiler and now I've got a chihuahua. You don't want to hear all that. It's just with specific reference to how you and I are working together, what was life like in this area of my expertise before we started working together? And you want to get their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, what was going on? Not a general, but a specific. How did you think back then? How did you feel about widgets before I sold you widgets? How did you feel about widgets? Before I taught you how to ride a bicycle, what were your thoughts on bicycles? That sort of thing. How did you feel? What were the emotions around bicycles? And you want to write down as much as you can. Now, the next step is, okay, what did you learn from me that's been most useful? Tell me what you liked, tell me what you loved, and what's made a difference to you, big, big picture. That's big now. So concepts is what we're looking for here. Defining moments, things that have stood out. They might go, oh, Grant, this is one I hear often. Grant, schmuck tax. Schmuck tax has been a big one for me. I think about schmuck tax all the time. And you know, I love it when I hear that sort of thing back. They're defining moments, defining qualities that people will carry with them for the rest of their life. And I just, I've certainly got um, some from, from my coach as well and from people I've worked with. Then down the bottom, tell me what your life is like now, again, within the specific context. Remember, it's about context and perspective. Specifically, with regard to how things are now, tell me what life is like. And then you want to write as much as that, as much as that down as you can. Now, writing notes, that's one great way to do it. A second way to do it is to just set up what I've got in front of me now, a camera, tripod, lapel mic. It's a really easy, simple setup, a simple rig. You can use your iPhone on a tripod with a long lapel mic. Um, I can put the link for this lapel mic in the description in this module. Uh, this is like a $17, I think, lapel mic. Really, really easy. I do have other lapel mics. Nothing performs as well as this one. So, you know, a really easy, good, good sound quality, good camera quality. I can put a link for this camera in as well so you can see the camera that I use. Um, the editing software that I use is called Final Cut Pro X. It's $500 from the Apple Store. You can only get it if you're using a Mac. Um, so the tools that you use are important, but you can just as easily use iMovie and an iPhone and you can edit it as long as it sounds good. And you can point the camera at the person, you just have the conversation, you can edit the parts. But as long as you follow the formula. We see people who are the crowd, who are fickle, remember they wanna see one of their tribes people appeal to them. Oh, I was lonely and I was depressed and I was feeling sad and I was overweight and I was unhappy. They're like, yes, yeah, so am I, that's me. And then, you know, I, I worked with Jim and you know, Jim taught me to believe in myself and taught me to be stronger and better and he sold me um, a bottle of um, power drink and, and you know, oh, then I started to get my life on track and then I read his book and then I watched his DVD and you know, and then I started, and my family's better and my marriage, but oh, oh, I want that. 
That's what the crowd will say. And the third part is that now, now my life is so amazing. I own a mansion and motorcycles and, 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 and all this stuff and it's great. Hey, I want that too. And the crowd will respond to that much easier and much more um, quickly than they'll ever respond to hi. My name's Joe Smith and I run a small business, hand on heart, lean forward, da-da. That's the old way and the new way is the trustimonial. And the trustimonial has to be really, really real, really authentic. Do not be afraid of it being a bit rough. Rough is okay. Really highly polished isn't great. And a friend of mine and a client of mine, Shannon, did a great testimonial with one of his um, trainers and it was not perfect, but it was real. It was authentic, it was great. Don't worry about whether the client or the member or whoever you've got to do the testimonial. Don't worry if they, if, if they say with instead of with. Don't worry if they, they stutter. Don't worry about any of that. It's, it's better to do something that's real and genuine and authentic as long as it speaks to your avatar. And that's the important part. If you're speaking to your avatar or series of avatars that you have within your business model, then the trustimonial has to be a person plucked from that tribe. Now this is where you can be really specific with the person. You can say, hey, I want to get more people who are like Bill. So I'm going to get a trustimonial from Bill. Hey Bill, would you like to help me out with something small? It only takes a couple of minutes. By the way, this is where I want you to turn the page and just go over to this next page here, which says quick and easy at the top. The first thing is you've got to ask permission. Now, from time to time, you'll have people say, hey, it was a really great session today. Um, really enjoyed it. It was terrific. You can't then jump on Facebook and go, that was a really great session today. It was great and I really enjoyed it from John Smith in Brighton. You can't do that. You absolutely have to ask permission. So that's the first thing you need to do. But ask permission strategically. Hey, I want to get more people that are like John. Hey, John, can we have a chat for a couple of seconds? John, you know what? You've been a client here, a customer here for such a long time. And I know you've probably got a lot of friends and people who are just like you. And John, I love that you come in, but I'd love to have a hundred people just like you come in. John, would it be okay if I got a few words from you that I can use in my marketing? And John's either gonna say yes or he's gonna say no. If he says yes, great, do the next part, which is ask specifically. So John, thanks so much for saying yes. I wonder, would it be okay for me to share with people what it was like before you started coming to me? Now, you might just own a business that sells nuts and bolts, but I can tell you right now, John had a frustration with nuts and bolts before he came to you. Whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're selling, the person who's there had a frustration before they came to you and you solved their problem, well done. It's awesome, you've done a great job with that person. Now let's tell their story. So ask uh, specifically. So John, what I kind of need from this is, um, we're just gonna have a little chat. I'm gonna ask you three questions. Um, the first question is going to be what things were like for you with nuts and bolts before we met. And then I'd like you to tell me what you enjoy the most about coming here and being a customer. And then I'd like you to um, just tell me what life's like for you now because, you know, you got me in your life and, you know, you just said some nice things about me and, you know, I like hearing nice things and I know that my marketplace would too. Is that right, John? 
And John's either gonna say yes or no. If he says yes, you take him to the next step and that's get them to do the work. You ask the three questions, they do the work. That's it. Get them to do it. Now, there's so many ways that you can skin this cat. You can do the written testimonial and have a photo. Here's what to avoid, by the way. Do not have the blind trustimonial testimonial thing where it's, I've always been looking for a business like this, John Smith Brighton, age 32. It's just, you might as well make them up. And they're the things that aren't trusted. So first thing is you have to have a photograph minimum, minimum, a photograph of the real person like that day. So use your iPhone or Samsung Galaxy or whatever phone you got or your good camera and get a today photo of them. They've got to agree to it. You've got to ask their permission. It's very important they ask their permission. If you can't get a photograph and they're not willing to do video, don't do it. Just don't do the testimonial. But what you can do is this. You can say, well, John, if I can't take a photo and I can't use a testimonial, that's cool. John, are you on Facebook or Twitter or any of those? Yeah, 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 I'm on, uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I, uh, I'm always tweeting about Donald Trump all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm a Twitter guy. Great. On your Twitter account, could you just write something like, I never knew how to find nuts and bolts before I met Bill. I love the service that he and his staff give. If uh, you're looking for nuts and bolts, go see Bill. Could you, could you write something like that on you? Oh, I'll, mate, I've just tweeted it now. Great. Could I please cut and paste your tweet or retweet that? Do you mind if I retweet it? Do you mind if I share that on my social media? No, mate, go for it. Then what do you got? You got his photo, his name, his identity, everything, and it's authentic and it's real. Got it? Doesn't have Twitter. Insert Facebook here. Insert LinkedIn here. Insert Instagram here. So many times I've been out meeting with someone. Hey, can we take a quick selfie? And I put it up on Facebook. Just met with this legend down at wherever. Great to see him. Hey, Bill, would I just put this up on Facebook. Would you mind sharing it with your team, with your tribe, and telling them a bit about me? Nine times out of 10, it's a yes. And that's another way to do a, test, a trustimonial. You guys, you guys enjoying this? You guys getting this? Is, this? is this something new for you? Is this something different from you? Is this something that you can be excited about doing? Because the thing is, with a trustimonial, you've got to do them often. You've got to get in there. You've got to get used to looking out for them. You've got to be aware of them because there's so many opportunities for you to do it. The, the, the fourth, and that's the fourth part of this. Use it until it's used up, but keep getting more. Keep pushing them through. You might have some really, really good ones that you want to use, but they shouldn't be more than three months old. You know, I must admit, I've got some old testimonials and I hate using them because they're old and they're tired and they're worn out, but they're like really, really good. And I only bring them out like once in a blue moon if I want to use them. But get testimonials often and keep them fresh. And there's a few reasons for that. And the big reason is it will keep you on your toes. It'll keep you doing better work. It'll keep you L-O-V loving, L-O-V-E loving. I was gonna spell it correctly, but I just, anyway. 
loving your clients more. It will keep you serving your clients at a higher level. It'll keep uh, you at a higher level of accountability when you're looking for testimonials. Those five-star ratings on Facebook mean a lot. Five-star ratings on Google mean a lot. So why don't you even use that as a trustimonial exercise as well? Hey, if you liked it today, would you give me five stars on my business page? And would you just uh, let people know what it was like before you met me, uh, kind of what we do together, and then what your life's like now? Cool? So, trustimonials are a big part of your business, and what it does in the marketplace is it removes that feeling that we talked about in the beginning, that feeling that, hey, sometimes when I go to work, I don't even quite believe that I'm as good as... <laughs> You know, what I want the marketplace to believe. I'm putting the message out there, I'm not getting the results, that must mean I'm not so great. That's rubbish, you're amazing. And people that come, even if you've got one person that's ever come and spent money with you, then you are amazing. That person has believed in you, that person has invested in you, and do not be afraid to ask them for a trustimonial. Other people's words about you go way further than your own words about you. Don't be caught up in saying, hi, I was a wanker before I got here, I'm a wanker now, I'll be a wanker when I leave. Get other people to say good things about you. Third party endorsements go for miles. I trust this has been a fun module for you. I hope you've got great value from it. On the back page are your action steps. Down the bottom is a space for you to write down what you learned out of this module that was high value for it, your big takeaway. Please do go ahead and share that in the Facebook group. Also down the bottom of these files that are now in the Facebook group, there's space for commenting within the file as well. Go ahead, comment on the file. Let other people see your breadcrumbs and see where you've been and see what you've learned and see what you've picked up. Don't be afraid to share. It's through sharing what you've learned that makes this whole environment a lot richer for other people that will come after you. You're the foundation, other people will build on top of that. So thank you so much for tuning in for today's module. I trust you're enjoying Business Breakthrough 301 and we'll catch up again really soon. All the best.